Welcome to the After Hours Podcast, hosted by Harry Haas and James Friedlender, presented by My Investing Club. What's going on, guys? We are back with another episode of the After Hours Podcast. Today, we have a very long-time, long-awaited guest. We have David, who's a junior moderator over at MIC. So, David, thank you for coming on. Hey, thanks What's for having up, me, bro? What's up? Of course, of course. I've been excited for this one because David and I have been talking like off and on for a long time, and and it's cool. Like I've got to see his trading career like really bud and like become like awesome. Like he's he doesn't share it publicly. He shared some like PLs with us and the guys. And it's like it's cool shit to see, man. It's cool to see you become the guy you have. So I'm definitely excited to kind of dive into your career and yeah, for sure. And go from there. So tradition, ride. of course, man. Of course, let's get into it. So traditionally. How did you find trading and how did you kind of end up at MIC and kind of walk us through that whole beginning stage and process? Wow. So you guys weren't even born yet, but in 1987, I graduated from high school. A movie came out and it was uh, Wall Street. It's my favorite movie. (laughs) I I wanted to be Gordon Gecko, man. That dude was the bomb. I said he had everything. And then, you know, life hit me. Reality came in and I uh, went to college, played some sports, and I tried to get into trading, maybe right around when Bao did, but I yep. went to this conference, and dude, it was like 30 grand a month for that data. You know, there's no internet really back then. Yeah. yeah. And so I said, you know what? All right, I'm just going to go work, and I'll invest, you know, on the side and all that every now and then. And then I uh, I, I sold my company at a manufacturing company, and I sold it, gosh, 2014 to spend time then with my kids. And then I said, you know what? I want to. I want to do this. I see all these guys, and it was. I was actually watching with my girlfriend at the time. What's that boat show? Uh, uh, below the deck. Below deck. And I saw that <laughs> the, one, the one guy episode. on there. Right. The so, I, yeah. <laughs> so I signed up. With, <laughs> I signed up with him to try to learn stuff. And you know, I, I wasn't getting anywhere. I was in with yeah. his inner circle. Yeah. And I was. I was about to give up, to be honest. And I think I saw Bow. And I probably, I just got onto Instagram the first time in my life, you know, two yeah. and a half years ago or yep. whatever. I saw a bow and I said, I'll give it one more shot. Yeah. And I signed up and I said, all right, I've got a little bit of a problem. I know a lot of stuff. You know, I think I'm probably smarter than I am. And I came in, I said, I just got to watch all these videos. Yeah. And it was when Faye started as well. Cool. So here I am, I'm just watching all the videos and I think she was doing the same, but she just all of a sudden started posting these big you know every week i'm going i'm the dumbest person in the world (laughs) dude she made me feel like an idiot you made all of us feel like an idiot yeah i just couldn't do it and i kept going over it and then the then the accelerator came out right i watched that three times in a row and what i did from there is i actually got on calls with a bunch of you my first call was harry right i wasn't even i wanted to be short i just wanted to talk to harry say hey how's it going does this really work then then uh i talked to aloha austin and he's just he's such a smart dude He's just like, he's over my head smart, you know? It's like, he's a good dude. Yeah. And then you and James, you and I and Tom hooked up and it started making sense. And I got a big win on APT. Remember when APT had a first red day? Yeah. I nailed that as well with Alex and I thought I was king shit. (laughs) Then I lost a bunch again. (laughs) And I had a call with you, James, and then I had a call with Tosh and he reminded me, he goes, you know, my setup and what I like is, it's up 100% in the day or in a couple of days. You get that big death candle through VWEP. It bounces and you nail it. And I said, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I like. 
He said, just trade those. And I just started. And what happened was I also had a call with Joe and he said the exact same thing. And it kind of just clicked from there. And it was back probably June, two years ago. And it just clicked. And and from there, it just, you know, it was consistent, consistent, consistent. And um, it's just kind of blown up from there. I mean, yeah, I had, I took, you know, uh, the other day, Alex had that big loss. I had a big one as well, but um, I've made, um, I, it's just, I'm having a good year. Yeah. yeah. The, the big you know, losses I, are, are such part of the game, dude. It's like, I think people always assume they'll never have them. Like, I think you're not, you're not a day trader or a trader in general unless you've never had that, like a fat loss. And like, yeah, you know, it's just, it, it hardens your skin. And like, dude, it also like, I think it's necessary all the time to like humble you because you are, you're having a great year. You had a great year last year. Yeah. So it's like, yep. you know, you never know. It's like as much as those losses suck, like maybe that saved you from taking the mother of all losses. Like what if you right. just kept getting cocky and, and fucking went crazy on the next big day, you know, it's like, so it's good. And it's, it's cool to see like how you've gotten even to this point. Cause like, yeah. I remember like you were, you knew what you were doing, but you just had those, those days where you'd like lose. You'd be like, so like annoyed and be like, what the fuck? Like, I know what I'm doing. Like, why right. do I keep doing this? And it just took those little tweaks. And like, it's cool to see where you're at now. Well, and, you know, I think a lot of it goes back to, and your last, the last uh, podcast you guys had talked about the same thing. It's really just simplifying it. I mean, yep. we get a lot of people and it's the ego thing, the ego and greed, right? Where's Lambo, yeah. right? It's like, where Lambo? That's not, that's not what it's about. You know, yep. it, it's, you got to learn the process. And if you, my goodness, and I do the same exact thing. I make my watch list. I compare it to yeah. Alex afterwards. And it's like when they match up, it's like super cool, but I'll do my own trades as well. Yeah. And, but it's there and it drives me up the wall. Cause you know, I get DMS now too. And you know, how about yeah. this and this? I'm going, what, did you look at the watch list? Why are you trading <laughs> that? It wasn't even supposed to be there. Yeah. It, it's if you learn really to draw lines, learn some basic concepts, you know, you don't need to know all this other stuff. I'm probably the dumbest trader we have. I, I'm just, <laughs> I just grind it out. And, and it's, it's just, you got it. And that's what you got to do. You got to kind of dumb it down. It's like, draw your yep. lines, compare it to Alex and trade it and learn from it. Yeah, I know. Did I say that with long traders and Harry? Like I get DMs from people that are like, Oh, I was, I was long this stock that was like 80 cents below VWAP and, yeah. and it wasn't the hot chick. And I'm just like, yeah. you, and I literally write back, I'm like, did Harry, was Harry longing that? Like, do you under, like, why are you going against what, like, tra- it's like almost like, obviously MIC doesn't breed like people that just follow alerts. Like that's not our purpose, right. but it's right. like, you want to learn from the people that are successful. So like, yeah, Harry's a successful long trader. I'm not like, Oh, I'm going to go long this stock. Like that's a fucking side chick, no volume, nothing like. And it's, it's cool that you said that because I think a lot of people overlook the basic need of like, just look at what the better guys are doing. We're all doing very similar shit. So Correct. learn from them and then go from there. Yeah. And Which, go ahead, Derry. I was just going to say one thing. Like I got a, uh, I got a DM the other day and it was from, well, I got a couple DMs recently and, you know, I was looking at his chart and I was like, all right, well, that one's way below VWAP. And he was trying to long to get like a bounce. And I was like, no, bro, you can't be doing that. Another one way below VWAP. I was like, bro, how much volume did this stock have? And I shit you not, it had maybe half a mil volume pre-market and was just fucking dead. And the spread was big. He's trying to buy on the ass for a dollar underneath VWAP. And I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, send me all your charts and show me your biggest wins. Of course, his biggest wins are, you know, 
that those uh, front side above the yep. lap, high checks. volume, no death candle <laughs> yet types of trades. I was like, well, why aren't you just trading these? He's like, well, <laughs> the thing is, is as, as a long trader, like you can't be expecting a big day every single day. And you need to accept that there are going to be days where you just can't trade. Like today I was up around like a dollar a share on that C stock that ran. And then there yep. was uh, yep. uh, another stock I traded. So I'm up about a dollar a share today. But yesterday, I didn't really have that much to trade. So, you know, if we split that between the two days, what's that like 50 cents a share between both days? So yeah. I mean, that's how I'm kind of thinking about it. But there's a lot of long traders that want a big green day every single day yeah. because it's longing. Yeah. You want a dollar, you want yeah. a dollar a share. You're greedy. That's just really the that's really longing in, in itself. It's just fucking greed. But um, yeah, that's another thing to get into. But I mean, there I are just a ton of people who, who if they just looked at their big wins and then looked at their big losses and looked at the dumb shit in between, they would be profitable because they'd learn from the dumb shit and they would learn from the kind of, I guess, bigger losses in order to just say, all right, I'm just going to take these trades that make me a winner, you know? Yeah, hey, that, I, is, that is so true. Yeah. Why do you think it is, dude? Like, I don't get it. It's like, I like, obviously, we're all, we're all three like, odds and stuff. It's like, we get I these questions. It. It's like, yeah, what, what do you think it is? It's Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. it's, you know, you, you see these people. I mean, even I look every now and then you look oh, at, yeah. oh, you know, and it's like, you don't know their people, these people's situations. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, and where they, like, it, right. So it's a tough one. And I, I did want to take a step back because I don't want anyone to watch this and think it's super easy. I got to tell you, and James, you'll vouch for me is I watched, I mean, I went back, I double checked today, those trading fish ones, I did two or three times. And then all of yep. Joe's, I went through the only ones videos that I haven't watched. And hopefully Chicago trader doesn't watch this are the ones <laughs> to make me, you know, to give me more information because I don't want to yeah, spin my brain up, but uh, I spent, yeah. it would be, I would get up 536, put the videos yep. on and it would be 10, 11 o'clock at night. And I just did that. Yeah. And so if, yeah. even if you're working and doing other jobs, it takes, you know, I did that in six months. I think I got consistent. If, yeah. if you're not doing that type of, you know, 12, 16 hours a day, yeah. it, it's a, this is a long process. Yeah. You know, what's crazy too, is it's like, so I have like friends and stuff that I'm like, I help learn to trade. Like I'm actually helping with this guy who like owns a convenience store next to my barbershop. Bro, and I saw that friend. on Snapchat. He said, funny as fuck. Like, and dude, you know, what's crazy is he's actually keeping it so simple because of like just how I explain it. Yeah. And he's actually like profitable in his first week. Like he actually made money and like everything makes sense. And it's like, That's awesome. it's fun. It's funny though, because it's like, dude, these guys like, but he's also like, I give him the free MIC YouTube content. Cause he's not at the point to afford MIC. He's got a small account and he's going to get there. And like, dude, I give him all these videos. I send him 10 the next day. He's like, dude, send me 10 more, send me 10 more. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like, Oh shit. And it's like, some of the people that I've tried to help, I'll give them all these videos. They won't watch them. But they went to four years of college to work a job that they're probably making like 30 to 40K a year, which I'm not shitting on it at all. I'm just right. saying they, they, they worked for yep. four years to make that. It's like, dude, you put in like one year or even a couple of months of like really solid work. Dude, you'd be making that like nothing. Like, dude, even today I had, a, I had like an average day. I, admit, I just didn't have any really plays. Like it wasn't there for me whatever i mean like 500 bucks and it's like that's such a small 15 minute work day i just made these guys like work in like 30 seconds like it takes yeah. nothing and yeah. like you're one of the guys david that actually just put your head down like you put in the fucking work and like 
you reap the benefits and it's not, it's not a coincidence that you're making money now. Right. I, you know, and I was going to get on the call, a call with Harry and Harry, I talked to Tasha instead the other day, the same thing was I was doing, it was, I'm just, it keeps going boom and I'm doing very well. And I'm thinking to myself the other day, I thought it was like, am I just lucky? Because you see yep. all these different things and all these sayings people come up and say, and it's like, I don't know, even know what that means. And it's yeah. like, but I'm just making impo- money. Right. Imposter syndrome is real. It's right. real. Like you always, you, you, if you're, you know, it's fucked up though. Is like, if you're trading well and like you feel that way, like generally you force yourself to make a dumb move. Cause you just feel you're like, Oh, I'm like, I'm so lucky. I'm lucky. It's like, it's not realistic. It's just, once you start trading the process, it's almost like this is easy. I, I got on the call with Alex a long time ago and I was like, dude, I feel like this is like too easy. Like, I feel like I'm like doing something yeah. wrong. He's like, bro, trading is boring as fuck. Like there's nothing to do. It's just like, it is easy. It's if you, once you learn to simplify it, yeah. it's nothing. Yeah, and it's right. like, the most true thing in the world. Yeah, that, that that really is. And I also think that you made a good point, like about the the whole like imposter syndrome. And I thought that you made another good point, James, about going to, to college or university, you know, working four years in order just to make 30K, just following down the same path because, you know, yeah. everyone else did it and it's easy and you can, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say studying 12 hours a day is easy. It's, it's a hundred percent harder. Yeah. It is 10 times harder than college because I've done the whole college route. This shit is way fucking harder. Yeah. This shit is a hundred percent harder. Do not come in here and expect a free hand. Oh, yeah. you know? <laughs> college, you can Fuck get by, no. you know, and yeah. just drink in, you know, C's get degrees and you're, you know, yeah. you're, you're pulling half your weight and this shit, you know, you, you really need to, to work hard and buckle down and treat it as a job and treat it seriously. Yeah. And what did I say today, David? I remember that you reacted to it, but there's a lot of people who see, you know, the life on Instagram and then they bring yeah. that into the market. And when they bring that FOMO into the market, that's why we have these people longing way below view app because there's right. nothing yeah. else to trade. And they feel like if they're not trading right now, that they're not doing enough or they're not making money or they just want to gamble. I don't fucking know. But, right. um, you know, I, I don't know. Like there are a lot of people who love to gamble too, you know, and gamble well, and go ahead and gamble. But that's not the MIC process. Well, and if you're going to get, I got to be honest, because I do this and I love to gamble. I, I go to, to Vegas. Too. I mean, yeah, me too. <laughs> Vegas is fun. Dude, yep. you got you got good food. You got entertainment. Dude, I'm not I'm not sitting in this little office here. Yeah, that, that's, that's not gambling. <laughs> this I is know, my job, I, dude. And that's the thing. Like you you mentioned, like Twitter and stuff, and it's like I think people just get so like they get so intoxicated by seeing these like fucking huge profits and shit that they like come here and they're like, you know what? Like screw it. Like if I don't make that. I'm wasting my time. It's like, yeah. dude, like you just, you reached out. Like one thing I really admire about you is that you're very like, I think you're in tune with everyone at MIC. Like if I, if anyone's having a bad day, I feel like you reach out and like whatever. And the other day I was frustrated because I just felt like oh no matter what, I was like underperforming, underperforming. I still feel like that every day, but it's like, you reached out and you're like, dude, and just kind of like help kind of refocus myself. And it's like, it is true. It's like, dude, you go on Twitter and shit. And like, you see people post like 50,000, $100,000, $200,000 a day. And it's like, what the fuck am I doing? But right. I think the big, the biggest lesson from that little like emotional downturn was just like, you just focus on your own fucking life. You focus on yeah. your own lane. And like, I feel like you're doing that now. And that's what, that's kind of what helped you like be as consistent as you are. You're not like going in trying to like, how many members of MIC have you seen? Like, or not members, just people who've done dumb shit, like blow up, do dumb shit because they're trying to compete with guys like Alex. They're trying to compete yeah, with yeah. guys like Harry or anyone else. Like, 
you don't do that anymore. And like, look at you, look at your PLs. They're good every day. Your charts every day are consistently good. Your losses are good. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's cool. Yeah. There, there's a reason I don't, you know, do my PL first. It's, you know, that's it's, it's my, I don't know. I'm a little older, so it's no one's business. Usually I share with yeah. some people, but it's like, I don't need to put that out there and say, you know, look, I, I'm making, I know I made a comment. I'm consistently making six figures, whatever. And then I get all these DMs. It's like, all right, this isn't yeah. what I wanted. I'll help anyone. <laughs> Just ask me. But yeah. it's it's not, you know, I worked hard to get there. And, and like today, I mean, I almost didn't trade today because I was up so much. I was just like, well, I'm done for the day. You know, it was like an hour in. It's like I made so much. And, yeah. and you know, but then I said, well, what else am I going to do? I said, well, I could put the house together, which I really yeah. didn't want to do. I could go golf. It's a little chilly at 70. So I didn't want to do that. So then I sat down. And I said, well, you know what? I'm going to watch Bow Trade all day. <laughs> and that's yeah. what I do is that's I just fun, watch, dude. help people yeah. and, and learn. Dude, the biggest lesson ever is like, Honestly, once you that's got what I do the too. Yeah, but dude, just watch there. No, you're good. Right. You're good. No, it, I mean, yeah. dude, it's just like trading is like a fucking movie. Like you don't have to trade just to like learn and like watch and shit. Like I can sit there all day and watch Val go like do 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 and just learn that's something. Literally, you know? That's literally what I'll do all all the time. That's such a good yeah. point by David because like I'm not even yeah. really trading the shit. I'm just like and like I probably should be like I probably should be shorting some of the shit. You know, I'm just like. Cool. I'm I'm just like Bow. I see you at eight. I see you there at eight, and then he fills the prints at nine seven. Yeah. Like, hey, are you fucking bastard? Like I was. But <laughs> I think I think um, I think something that I've noticed with a lot of the mods and like people who are more successful or like getting more successful are once you actually are consistent and you're putting money in the bank. Like, and David, I think this was a huge turning point for you. Was like once you have enough. Not saying it's enough money. Just saying like once you're actually making money, you realize like trading is not gambling it is like this is my job i'm here to perform at the time when i can make money and if it's not there i'm not gonna do anything like right. you notice like once you have enough you're like i don't need to trade this shit i don't need right. to trade this like five cent ten cent scalp because i don't need it and right. i think like for you that was such an inflection point like once you started getting consistent and like you're you're a little bit older and like i think you you understand the value of money too so it's like you see like oh i'm up six figures like the fuck am i gonna go gamble on like tesla like what yeah. am i gonna go do this for you right. know uh, it's it's just not worth it to me no you've done good at that i feel like you've done a good job transitioning from like this like beginner trader and you went quick dude like it i i feel like people get so like thrown off when they see like a guy like become successful kind of fast and i just think it's like for you you kind of hit the main points early in your career and like that just helped you out a shit ton it, it could have been i mean there was that you know, I got to be honest there. I'm a competitive dude. I, I played some sports oh. and semi-pro and stuff. And, you know, Faye caught, I mean, cause she and I started, I think the same day yeah. and she caught me off guard. And for a little while that messed <laughs> with my head. I mean, it was what the hell, you know, and here's someone who doesn't have shit, <laughs> you know, and yeah. I've been back going, I've been around the block. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it took me a long time and I saw some demons pop up. Like I got into a trade today, this afternoon, and I looked up, I said, what are you doing? And I got right out. I just, I went in, yeah. I tried it, I got out and I posted it too. It was just a dumb trade. I thought it would go down. It was, it should have been a, a fader at the, you know, the, uh, when it uh, reverses at, th at yeah. uh, two o'clock and uh, it didn't. And I got right. I said, what are you doing? I got right out. Yeah. And I just watched Bow. <laughs> yep. It's like, I don't yep. need to do this. I feel like that's natural though. 
everybody has those moments still like where you just like get into something like why am i fucking doing this like yeah. i think i think that's normal i think you're you're a human but i think with faye dude like everybody always talks about faye and how successful successful she was really fast and she was it was freak of nature shit yeah. but she was a robot like she's yes. literally a robot she just she watched all the videos in like a week like as much as she could at the time like just it was so fast and then just her trading is robotic and it's like people always yeah. compare themselves and like dude you, you I mean, I don't know how many times we can talk about this, but like, you cannot compare yourself. Yeah, I'm absolutely. so competitive, dude. I'm so competitive. We can be throwing trash into a trash bin. And I'm like, I'll fucking make this before you do, and I'll bet you a hundred dollars. Yep. But you can't do it. You can't compare yourself and trade. Right. If you do, you're gonna blow the fuck up. If you do that in this profession with the way social media is and everyone else, you know, and we even have people every now and throwing, you know, their P and L's on. If you act like that and take that in your head and you're not prepared to make that, you know, that type of jump or those types of trades, yeah. you're going to, you are done. You're not yep. going to make it. Yeah. Period. Yep. Yeah. Harry, how do you deal with that as a long trader? Cause like, I feel like long P and L's can be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you can I, see some I, I do too. crazy I, shit. Right. Yeah. I could never do it. Yeah. No, fuck that. Um, I think how I kind of deal with it is I really stay in my own lane. Like I, 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 who I have half of Twitter fucking muted, bro. I have half of Twitter that doesn't even fucking pop up on my screen. There are tons of people who could post massive P and L's and like, I don't even have them on my screen. I'm look at who I'm following on social media. I manage that really, really super well. I know who I interact with. I know who there's traders from, from other rooms who I talk to all the time, they're all humble guys. They're, they're not out here flashing massive PLs. You know, one of my friends is up like something like, you know, five, six mil on the year and we're DMing memes to each other on Instagram. You know, we're yeah. not sitting here talking about money or right. sitting here talking about, and we, we might mention like, Oh, DWAC was crazy or, Oh, this was crazy or, Oh, that was crazy. You know, but even with James, me and James aren't constantly talking about money. It's just the camaraderie about trading. And it's really, for me, been about staying in my own lane, focusing on myself. Alex posts big P&L days all the time. And I'm, I'm, that doesn't even phase me. Like, I see those numbers and that, that's not going to touch me because I put myself in a mental state or a mental level that's pretty much untouchable, I think, now. But I took steps to get there, like muting people yeah, on Twitter, yeah. not really following those types of, you know, crazy ass gambler accounts, yeah. not paying attention to uh, people who are talking shit about trading or people who are in love with trading or, you know, and also one big thing that really helped me out is not following posts that fucking make you angry at the start of the day. Like, <laughs> I fucking... <laughs> I unfollowed all the political shit, all the yeah. fucking gaslighter shit, the shit where you're scrolling through Instagram and it's like, this politician said this. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck that fucking asshole? Yep. And then all of a sudden you're pressing buttons and you're already triggered from one post. Get yep. rid of all that fucking shit. Get like, you really have to go on a social media cleanse. And I also don't listen to music anymore when I trade either. Yeah, because either. I find that for me, you start doing stupid shit, like shit that you wouldn't normally do, like undisciplined shit. Like, you know, you got like, I don't know, fucking Drake on, you know, talking about throwing money. You're like, fuck, I didn't throw some right now. Shit, I can fucking, 
what the, what's what's fucking this? What's fucking that? You know, you're, next thing you know, you're in a fucking twenty five thousand dollar position on a low float stock, doing under a half a million volume. You're like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm not fucking Drake. I'm not Drake. <laughs> but yeah, just all that type of shit. I, I just know myself, I think, really well, and it's important to know yourself really well. Like, what triggers you? What yeah. fucking pisses you off? Uh, what in the world would make you fucking angry right now? And make sure that is far away from you. And also, don't trade when you're still fucking drunk. Jesus Christ. If right. I'm out partying and I'm still fucking drunk the next morning, I am taking her fucking easy as shit. You know? Christ. That podcast <laughs> after Bow, did I even show up the next day? I don't even think I did. No. no you you no, probably should have taken a month did, off. Did after you guys <laughs> That was fucking crazy, dude. That was, was. The, that was the craziest night of my life. I was just, I, oh my God. <laughs> I just remember, I knew in a moment, I was like, this is going way downhill. This right. is going the wrong direction. <laughs> like 10, 20 minutes in, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a treat though. That, that was it a was legendary. Fun. Oh, dude. Dave, were you, were you watching? Oh yeah, it was fun. Oh, it dude. was really fun. Oh, yeah. See, you I, I want to do it again though. Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Hey, Harry, I agree with you completely, by the way, too. I do the same thing. I have no music on anymore in here. Yeah. You know, just quiet. I'm in my own space. And what's funny, you mentioned Alex. Alex doesn't bother me either because he's he's like, you know, my mentor, my guru guy. That's, guru. yeah, same That's, with me. Yeah, so I want that. And I know he keeps doing that. It means my process is right. And so yeah. it's funny. It doesn't affect me at all. And But, yeah. but the politics, all this, yeah. I, no news, nothing. I just come in, I sit down, I see what's moving, I draw my lines, you know, I'll goof off. Oh, I have too much time. I'll walk away, go get a Red Bull or coffee, come back, trade, be done. I think that's Did a really I'm... good point. I just want to just jut in for one second here, James. That's oh, a good yeah. point. Like Alex and Bauer, like it's when it's your friends or your mentor or your whatever, that's perfect. Cause like, that's yeah. not causing you FOMO because like, you know, right. that you can DM Alex or Bauer at any time and they're going to be like, what's up? Like, yep. how are you doing? Same with Tosh, you know, yep. same with Absolutely. James, same with Tommy. You know, yep. you can DM all the time. It's boys, it's friends, it's whatever. Same with, you know, my friends. Like, I'm not going to get FOMO out of that because you're like, oh, they're my friend. But when right. you see some random dude post <laughs> some random trade, you don't even fucking know. For some reason, that triggers the shit out of you. I know. And then I say you go ape shit and fucking blow your goddamn account. That is so yeah, funny. I Yep. I have, I have like this mentality lately where like I kind of have to I put a five minute time limit on my uh, like social media apps like through my phone yeah. um, because I feel like I can't do it in the morning. Like for some reason, like if I go on Twitter in the morning, I I just trade more reckless. Like I, I find myself like trying to match like shit I see. And like you're right, like you see something that just triggers you. And like next thing you know, you're like you're trying to take out like your any frustration on the market. So like I think avoiding social media in the morning, honestly, is a huge fucking help. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. just, like, avoiding that dumb shit. Just, to, like, trading is, like, such a mental game. So, it's, like, if you can stay completely focused on the market. Like, I throw on, like, billions. Like, I watch, like, a show that I really like. Yeah. I'm just, like, okay. Like, like I'm in, in the right headspace. I'm good. And then, like, dude, I've been listening to fucking Christmas music when I trade for, like, the last, like, 15, 20 days. Because, like, I got on a green streak and it was Christmas music playing. Like, fuck. Like, now that's what I'm listening to. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, next thing you know, a, you're fucking listening to Jingle Bells and blowing the fuck up. <laughs> I, got, no, I got Mariah Carey going and I'm fucking balls deep at OCG. Yeah, like, like, no, oh, I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. It's like, it, it is weird, but it, I don't know. It's just, it's weird how 
trading itself is like the littlest things can set you up. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> David, what everything. do you think, uh, just for anyone listening, because I know we've talked about like guarding like your mentality. And I think that's super important. Like a lot of people can definitely like learn from that as well. What do you think are some simple tweaks that really kind of put you uh, consistent? Because I know there's some there's some tweaks where like I talked about today, like I don't know what the stock was, but I was trading it and I was like, this is holding too well after the stuff move. Like I was like, fuck it, boys, I'm taking some long. And all of a sudden I was in at like 270, sold into three bucks. And yeah. that stock had those $3 warrants. I forget what it was. Uh, you know, but yeah, anyway, what, what are some things that help you? I think sticking to what you're good at. And I think that's the hardest thing. Cause I remember when I first started, you know, you had low hanging fruit and, you know, the first bounce, all these things I'm going, yeah. Oh my, you know, it's just so much info. And what I realized, and it really was that call with it was, it went James Tosh and Joe, and we haven't had any good ones lately, but is, but you get used to it. You can develop that into different strategies. It's, if it's up on, you know, it goes from two bucks to four bucks and you get that death candle of 30 cents through VWAP and it bounces up to VWAP again, you hammer the shit out of it. Yeah. Um, I think what's helped yep. a ton as well is my understanding of that setup and first red days and really that, that, that resistance. I mean, you know, I don't mind, you know, you can do it now and I'm more experienced now, so I hate saying that, but, you know, you, you hit the front side, but you do front side covers. You know, I'm okay taking. Yo, uh, yeah, the Wi-Fi just cut out there real quick. You know, as you can tell, I'm all dressed up, uh, Canadian winter. I got my, uh, you know, Canadian sweater on here, my Canadian toque. It's getting a little fucking chilly, so that means the yeah. Wi-Fi is going to be cutting in now, boys. But anyway, uh, David, um, you know, we were talking about like tweaks that, that made you kind of better. And uh, you were talking about hammering the shit underneath VWAP. So um, maybe you can just keep going on that one. From, from there, as I was talking, is is that in first red, real first red days. We Right now we've got a few too many people thinking first red days are anything up Every and goes day. through, you know, the, yeah. that. It, that's not the way it is. You need a good three, four days up 100%. I, that's my favorite now. I tell you what. Um, I, I, I live for those and, and, uh, and I know Alex does too. And that's kind of how I just, just emulated them and, and, and learned them. Um, and then now, you know, and I, as I was telling James, as you were gone is the other thing, and I hate saying it, but people, if you're, if you're going to short front side, you got to cover front side and 10 and 20 cents are fine. You just got to keep doing it over and over and you got to use hard stops period. You yep. know, if you're not doing that, and I think that's what it is. I trust my lines more. I go to the, um, and make sure that the outer lines, and I also give it, as, as you learn, um, you have to give it a little more room. And I think a lot of new traders mess that up too, is they think, okay, if the stock, if my line's at 10, I better be out by 10.1. That's probably not, I mean, you can get slippage. Not even close. Yep. Right. You may get 10.25. Right. Yeah. And I get, th I get that a ton yeah. with questions saying, well, why didn't you stop out? I stopped out. I said, because you can even look. I said, well, look at the high of the day at pre-market. I said, yep. that's going to, or whatever the high of the day is, that's going to be my top and where I would, now yeah. I might, if we're really low, I might get out and then get in again. But that's just the way I manage it. Um, yeah. it it's, 
I think people just need to slow down, trust their lines, but understand that there's, there's going to be, you, you're not going to hit the top. Yeah. You know, uh, unless you're bow. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Unless you're up, but even bow, bow's using small size, like big, it's big relative to most, but like he's using right. small size and he's like scaling into these things like new traders. It's hard stops, drawing the right lines, like fucking actually just giving yourself the appropriate slippage, meaning like not oversizing and then right. just sticking to what you're good at. It's like those basic couple things, like, all these guys that are unprofitable and like DMing us, like, what the fuck's going on? Why am I not winning? It's like, we'll tell you the same shit over and over and you probably get sick of hearing it. It's like, it's like you follow these couple basic things. And like, 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 I feel like I think that's what everyone needs to look at you, David, and emulate that. Like this guy, he comes to work, he does his job well, meaning he trades his process. He sizes appropriately. He has the right stops in and that's it. Like there's <laughs> nothing special about it. It's just like, that's it. Right. To give it a little validity, there's good English there, Dave, um, is just the last 10 days. Like I had that big loss. The last 10 days, I've been five figures every day. I have not located yep. more than 5,000 shares. Yeah. You don't need I, it. You know, you're, no, sometimes if I would have, um, what, what did we just have? OCGN. I wish I would have. I messed up. Yeah. I didn't realize until halfway it was happening that it was a first red day. I was a little late to the table. Yeah. But um. You know, and I know 5,000 is even a lot for some, but it's not, you know, I mean, we're not talking 10,000 shares. And on those no. 5,000, if it's, you know, if it's not broken, I'm only using 30%. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. Dude, the reality is like 95% of traders will probably never trade more than like, or should never trade more than like two or 3,000 shares. Right. Because I think just like, I think people think that's like a number in their head. Like I have to trade 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, like. 90% of the people like would actually be so profitable and make a fuck ton of money if they just said, Hey, I'm cool with 2000 shares. Like I'm cool with a thousand shares. And like, just trade that well. Yeah. And you'd be amazed at what your P and L will do. I remember when I was starting, when I first started getting consistent, consistent to me was 200 yep. to $500 a day. Right. I was yep. using 1500 to 2000 shares. And because yep. 30% of that, you know, is only 600 yep. shares. Right. And I yep. would, and it's just, I could do that now in my sleep because it's repetitive. Yeah. It's yep. just, I've done it. I have so much screen time. I've worked at it and it can just happen over and over again now. Um, oh, but yeah. It takes time. It, it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. This I, is how. I, I definitely agree. What types of setups would you say have been kind of the most profitable? Like you'd say first red day and the broken stock kind of setups, I'd say. First, absolutely. First red day. I am the worst. Sorry, Tom. I am the worst low-hanging fruit trader in the world. I don't know why. Um, you know, I can eat, I can eke out 10, 20 cents, but I just suck at it. Yeah. And I think yeah, it's funny. I, I, I think it's funny, like when you look at the watch list, like you'll see Alex, like he's he's looking at the broken ones. Um, you'll see Tom. Tom has his like low-hanging fruit watch list there, right? You know, yeah. you'll see me, what I'm watching. Yep everyone has their own kind of style, their niche yeah. and like what they put a lot of work into and like what they're really, really good at. And I think like, if you just find like, if, if there are some types of traders that James and I both know who only show up now for the first red day, they've made so much money that they show up for the first red day setup, And that makes probably most of their year. And they don't bother scalping on this fucking bullshit day to day. They wait for things like OCGN to run a couple yeah. days the day it cracks red, they hammer 100, 200,000 shares. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, you know I, I've been considering that. Yeah. 
just because it's, you know, I, I, uh, I made what I made last year, two weeks ago because of one. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. They're they're nice. Yeah. (laughs) It's the best setup in small caps too. It's the best setup, but like the day-to-day stuff, you're just paying yourself. It's like, yeah, practicing and practicing. And then that fucking like Alex says that Super Bowl comes yeah, and that's it. But, and you you know know what? Yeah. And you know why I'm Harry and James, why I probably couldn't do that is I have a tough time. If I miss a day coming back in, I, I, you know, you could tell me it's a first red day, but I was late. The, the OCG, yeah. I, I was late that day. That's why I didn't get enough shares on. I still did well, but um, I was late. I didn't, I got to the desk at eight. So I was off. And if yeah. I'm off, I, so I don't know yep. if I could take like three weeks off and, oh, there's a first red day and let's hammer it. I mean, that's, that, yeah. that's another skill. That's impressive. It is. I want yeah. to generate, like I need to trade every day. I need to do something <laughs> every day. Yeah, a little, a little bit, every day. but of course, do we all are, but but as we're coming up, as we've all been doing this for like 40 minutes, I guess, David, like, and you kind of pieced it, but I want really quick, what are your best tips for new guys coming in that see people like experiencing like this fast success? What are your tips for them? And what are your kind of, what's your advice for them to kind of go forward? If, if you are not before you trade, um, if you don't have the accelerator course, I get it. But if you're not doing the trading fish and all of Joe's videos before you trade one cent, I think you're making a mistake. And even then, I think you need to pick from there. You pick one strategy. You start out slow. Um, you see if you like it. You try them all. And um, you take it super slow. And I'm not a big fan of paper trading. Um, I do it. Well, I do it now to back test. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, that was another thing I didn't even mention is I still go back and back test my trades for the week sometimes, especially if I lose. I love that. Love that. Um, is you got to take it slow. If you think – you're going to join, join us the way we do it. Oh, James gone. If you think you're going to join us and get it done in a second um, and be done in a month and be trading, I think you're foolish. I really Agreed. think you got to take time and learn um, yeah. and watch it's screen time. And I remember Tosh said this to me a long way in the beginning when I first joined it, you should, you know, paper trade and all this stuff. First I'm thinking, yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah. I got smoked. I mean, I admit it. I, you know, the first month was like, oof. And then I stopped had a big win, got smoked, and I stopped. And then it started all kind of clicking. You, and you just got to take it slow. And, you know, I get a good tab. Yep. And sometimes your tab doesn't work out. Get a new one. You got yeah. to talk to people. A new one. And ask the mods. And it doesn't have to be the mods. Ask the junior mods. Ask questions and get on the phone with people. I mean, I was hesitant at first. I mean, I called Harry just because I wanted to see if it worked. And I wasn't a long trader. But I just wanted to talk to someone. And he, he said, yeah, I'll talk to you. We had a good conversation. So it wasn't, I don't even know if it was about trading. I can't remember. Um, And it was just, you got to take advantage of the way it's set up and you can do this. Anyone can. If you let greed and your ego get in the way, check it at the door. Actually, that'd be my number one thing for people. Check your ego, greed at the door and do a bunch, you know, learn and chill out. You know, uh, I think that's good. Yeah, I think that's a good place to end it. That's fucking right. good. That was a good, good. little ending piece. You, you gotta it, go man. watch. You, are you done recording? Yeah, he's 